When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to 3 and Out with Jason and Kevin. I am Jason, that's Kevin. We are brought to you by CincyJungle.com, SB Nation Cincinnati Bengals website. And we are sponsored by Eastgate Dental Care. Uh, give them a call. Eastgate Smiles Dental Care. Give them a call. Um, we are on the Orange and Black Insider. Uh, you can find us on YouTube. Us, Not just us, but us and several other shows uh, on YouTube. Uh, and anywhere where you get podcasts, whether it be Apple or Spotify or wherever else, it's blasted all over the place. So click like, click follow, and um, yeah, follow along. Kevin, how you doing? Doing all right, man. How about you? Pretty good. Pretty good. We're still in the dead zone. Um, nothing going. We did a uh, Star Wars episode last week. If you didn't, if you haven't watched that, we had the Bengalorian on and we went through and we matched up. Uh, several of your favorite Star Wars characters uh, with who would, who they would match with. The thing they do, I thought it was fun. It was a lot of fun. Um, but go check stupid. that out. Yes, it was very stupid for sure. It was stupid. But go check that out. Uh, and since there has been no contract news or news of any sort, uh, we're gonna just kind of we're just kind of making up as we go along. Basically, tonight we're gonna take all starters from offense, defense. You know, I forgot long snapper, but. Uh, all the starters from offense, defense, and uh, a few of the starters from special teams, and we're just going to grade them. And we have yeah. a nice little graphic. We're just kind of follow along. Should be shorts. I think we'll agree on most of them. You know, there <laughs> might be a couple of them that we that we have different opinions on. Um, but yeah, and that's that's what we're going to do tonight. So yeah, we're building a tier list. Um, yes, I guarantee you, there's enough players that if you stick around, we will upset you. Oh so yeah, for sure, it'll happen. Really, really mad that we either overvalue or undervalue some player. Yep. Um, and then you can I, go in the comments and tell us what it is we are. That could be. Fun. I think. I think there's only. So it's going to be letter grade A, B, C, D, F, right? Yep. I think there's maybe only three guys that deserve A's, and I don't think anyone deserves an F. Well, let's get into it, man. Yeah. So let's do it. So let me uh, get this ready. And here we go. All right. So what we're looking at again: uh, A, B, C, D, F here uh and then we're going to here's the players down here so we'll start with with uh joe burrow and i think kevin i, I, I there's really nothing to say it's an a there's nothing he's to one say of, he's an a yeah yeah uh i think that he is um top three a, he is the second best quarterback in the league and there's people who think he's better than mahomes i think it's a debate yeah. it's joe burrow he's a he's yeah he's an a he, he sure. should probably sit on his own tier but that's not really a thing I know. I know. If there was like an A plus, we're not doing pluses and minuses, but if there no, was no, an A plus, he'd probably be the only player on the team that's an A plus. So, sure. 
All right, and then that brings us to the running back, Joe Mixon. So this one's this one's going to be difficult. It is it because is. if this was after the 2021 season, I'd say he's a B. But it's not after 2021. It's after no. 2022 where he had 800 some yards. He averaged less than four yards a carry for the second time of his career, and he struggled in pass blocking. I know we've talked about it. We've really beat the Mixon horse to death, man. Everyone it's, has, it's, man. It's, it's, it's one of well, like nothing three else to topics that are yeah that are open for yeah. debate at this point. But, but uh, I'll pull yeah. the bandaid off. I vote I vote C here. Very okay. average. He is he I hope he does better. I hope he gets up to the B by the even midseason. Um you've seen recent interviews with him. He definitely thinks he's going to. Yeah. Uh but he was just an entirely average running back last season, man. No, I totally agree. He was a, he was an average running back. Uh and then the pass blocking thing was a big issue. You know, uh the whole second half of the AFC Championship game, you'd want your best players out there. Uh, but he couldn't play because, you know, they had to throw the ball and he can't pass block. So P. Ryan played almost the entire second half. And you don't want that out of a guy no. that's the highest paid player on the offense. Um, and this is where we're going to probably start our debates. Because are we going to grade them based on their performance last year or what their potential is in 2022? Because it, Or 2023. Because if we're grading on potential, I think he's a B. I do. But if you want to grade based on where they are after 2022 then i do agree that he's a c i'm gonna go c because i also don't think i'm it's a c for both okay i don't think okay. i don't think he's gonna take a step and become a better running back okay well i'll tell you what, you know what i mean I, th I think this is where he's at right now and i just don't expect it to change okay i got you i get it so that's what we'll do then we'll put him at c uh which brings us to t higgins uh i I I think T Higgins. I'm not willing to put him next to Burrow, but I think he's okay. a, I think he's a solid B. I think I, I am willing to put him next to Burrow. Okay, all right. Well, I when Jamar Chase is out, T Higgins steps up and he's a wide receiver number one. He's an excellent one. He, he is consistently a top ten wide receiver in my opinion in the league. I agree with you. I think that when Jamar, I all right. So we have two number one wide receivers, and that's just yes. a fact. Everyone knows that. Okay. When Jamar Chase is out, uh, T. Higgins is he's a true number one, and you know we, we've seen what he does when Jamar's out. I don't think he's as good as Jamar Chase. I don't either. I do think he's good enough to be considered okay. a top tier talent at wide receiver. I mean, I don't agree with you. You're not wrong. I just I don't know if they belong next to each other this is where i think we could have benefited from having pluses and minuses but we're not going to do that because we have 20 different tiers i don't want to yeah do that. and that gets goofy right no, here, here's my pitch here's my pitch okay you are valuing him next to jamar chase and you're saying well he's not as right. good as jamar chase so he is can't be an a okay that is not okay. the that is not the question here the question here is is he one of the absolute okay. best wide receivers in the nfl all the Top all the top ten players. If a player is a top ten in that position, according to you, I say they're yeah. a player. Period. And then okay. you can debate past that. But I'm sold. But, I'm sold. Yeah. If you're, you're right. comparing to Chase, yeah, of course he's not as good as Chase. Very, very oh. few wide receivers right. are. Maybe right. just Justin Jefferson, and that's still debatable. But he is okay. a top tier wide receiver. He's an A talent. I'm sold. I'm sold. And that means we don't really have to discuss Jamar Chase because he's right no, there. We, kind of, we kind of already did, and he was always going to be there anyways. Right. Okay. So for our A's, we have Burrow, Chase, and Higgins. Yep. Uh, and then that brings us to Tyler Boyd. 
So yeah. I, I personally, I'd say he's a B, and that's mainly because his he's a little bit older than the other two guys. He's he's a slot guy. Would you agree? He's a B. I agree. He's a little bit older, so he slowed down a bit. But as a slot guy, that's not as important. He's always been kind of it's not really been his role. You aren't have to catch right. everything. Uh, sure. Still has those hands. Excellent number three can carry the team a little bit if he needs to. He's the absolute definition of a B level wide receiver. And that's not a slam on Boyd. I love Boyd. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Me too. All right. And then that brings us to, to Irv Smith. So Irv, Irv Smith Jr. So he, they signed him in, in free agency. They they did not uh, keep Hayden Hurst. They signed Irv Smith Jr. late. I mean, there was a lot of free agent tight ends that went before uh, the Bengals signed Irv Smith. So they grabbed him uh, pretty I don't think it was too terribly far before the draft. Um, and then they did not address the position in the draft, even though Michael Mayer was sitting right there at 28 when they picked. They didn't – I mean, it's obvious that they just – they felt comfortable with Irv Smith or they don't value the position. Uh, I think Irv Smith is probably the most athletic and the best pass, like pure receiver tight end that we've had maybe since Tyler Eifert. I think he's yeah. a better pass catcher, better route runner. I think he's more athletic than Uzoma. I think he is better than than Hayden Hurst. Um, I it, the injury history is a question because he's he's been injured a lot, uh, and the blocking is a question. So this one this one's tough because I I mean I I can't sit here and say that I watched the Vikings play last year. I I don't really know. So oh, I think a lot of people. Games. I think a lot of people are going to get their first real look at Irv Smith Jr. this year. Sure. Uh, but since you, I, what do you think? Where, where would you put him? I think his potential to be a B with injury history and with the blocking, I want to put him at a C. He okay. is new to the team. We need to see how he meshes. I mean, we know what Burrow does to tight ends. He gets them paid the next year. He's likely to do that again, yeah. especially if he is as good as I think his potential is. Um, but it's very, very hard to rate. It's very hard for me to rate him personally because we're rating him on this team and what he provides and Burrow elevates every tight end. So I would say he's about a C level talent. Who's likely to end up a B level talent by the time we get to the okay. end of the season. All right. But that's so my take, that. but his upside is definitely B. I mean, the, yeah. the guy's an athlete. You can't deny yeah. that. He has B upside for sure. Uh, considering the injury history, I, I would agree. He's a C and I hope that if we were to do this again, and maybe we should do this again, uh, one It'd be interesting. Save you know. this. Screenshot it by the end, yeah. and we'll go back and we'll see if we uh, agree yeah, maybe we could do it like plan. halfway through the season. We can do it halfway through the season and see and see how things look. You know. All right. Yeah. Uh, so that brings us to uh, Orlando Brown Jr., our new left yeah. tackle signed in free agency from the uh, Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah. Um, uh, according to Chiefs Twitter, he's an absolute bust. He's the worst tackle. Yeah. Uh, they basically drove him out of the stadium with pitchforks. <laughs> When you know they offered him forced him to sign with Cincinnati, yeah, yeah. <sighs> Chiefs, Chiefs Twitter's wild. It really is. Man, I, Chiefs Twitter's I thought, about driven me off of Twitter. No, I, I know, I agree with you. Can um, you imagine having the success they have and caring this much about the Bengals? I swear, if we because beat, they're if afraid we beat the Chiefs, and then we win a Super Bowl, I will not even think about Patrick Mahomes or the Chiefs yeah. for three solid months. I'll just walk around, smile on my face all day like an idiot. Yep, they're afraid, man. That's what it I is. They're they afraid. I think they are too. All right. Um, so Orlando Brown Jr., uh, he's the best left tackle the Bengals have had on the team since Andrew Whitworth. Yep. Uh, he gives the Bengals the, the best opportunity to have 
the best offensive line they've had maybe since 2015, 2016, back when Whitworth and, you know, all those guys were there. Um, I would say B for yep. me. Yep. Okay. okay. He's a, he's, he would be a B plus. He is not Andrew Whitworth, who would be an A, a truly rare talent. Um, mm-hmm. But he's a very, very good player. Okay. Um, again, this is where the pluses and minuses are going to go. Yeah. I'm probably going to put Karras at B too, and he's a better player than Karras. But okay. right, okay. No, I get you here. All right, all right. And that goes to left guard Cordell Volson, Cordell Volson rookie last year, the only rookie starting uh, starter on the uh, the offensive line last year. Started yep. the entire season. Uh, you know, he was he was okay. He was a rookie. He played like a rookie at times. Sometimes he played well. Uh, I'm I'm hoping for a big leap. Into year two, I know that guys like Orlando Brown and Ted Karras have really like sung sung his praises big time. Yeah, um, I'm going to guess you're going to say C. I, uh, I'm close to a D on it. Really? Okay. I'm borderline. Okay. Do you think C? Because I'm borderline. I am not as high. I I think considering where he's drafted, considering he's thrown into it, I'm not mad at his performance. And whenever I right. say that, I don't think Volson played very well last year. People seem to like get defensive about it. Mm-hmm. For the situation, he played well. For actually like looking at, I don't know, game to game, pressures allowed, et cetera, et cetera. I'm not impressed with what Volson did. I think another year he might be better. I'm borderline. Where do you have him? This is tough because a lot of this is hypothetical stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, it's it's unfair to hold the fact that he was a rookie against him, but but you're right. I mean, of the starter starting offensive linemen, he struggled. The three interior guys he struggled. You know what yeah. I mean? It probably didn't help him that Jonah Williams had a down year and he was no, probably playing didn't. between, you know, playing next to Jonah. I think C yeah. personally. I think C Mainly because I'm expecting a, a a jump in year two. Okay. If and if your argument is you think he can play better because of yeah. just uh familiar with the system, second year, he's I mean, if you look at him, the guy's in killer yeah. shape. He looks huge. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um and if you're also suggesting that maybe Jonah Williams not having the best year, especially with the injuries, not being able to help out when necessary, you're saying yeah. that all is part of your evaluation, then yes, he's very fair. Um, I just needed to put it out there. I figured he's going to end up as a C, but I need to be honest. Gordon Volson needs a step up if I'm to consider him to be an average offensive line. Oh, no, I agree with you. I I absolutely agree with you. He does need to step up. It's going to be interesting to see when we do look at this again, maybe midway through the season or around the bye week of how we, I'm hoping maybe he's a B, you know, up here. But right now I think he's here. Hopefully he doesn't move down. All right. uh, Ted Karras, I agree with you. He's a B. I'm not willing to put him next to Joe Burrow. Uh, if there were pluses and minus, I'd give him a B plus. Partially because of his great personality. B. Oh, sure. He seems like an awesome dude. Yeah, just for locker room. I'll give that yeah. to him. Yeah. All right, and then uh, Alex Kappa, right guard. Uh, just like Ted Karras signed in free agency before the 2020, 2021 season, uh, didn't wasn't able to finish the year um, because of an injury. He was out for the uh, AFC Championship game. Um, I... I think B for Alex Kappa. Yeah, it's a B. There's okay. a lot of room in this B because B is above average, but not truly elite. 
And right. I feel like a lot we're gonna end up having the majority of this yes. uh roster in that B spot, which I mean across the board getting B's, that's a hell of a roster, man. So right. I Oh yeah, I totally it. agree. Yeah. I'd rather have an entire roster, all all starters at B than two A's and a bunch of C's and D's. Oh yeah. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. All right. So Jonah Williams, I have a feeling is gonna be our first D. Uh Jonah Williams struggled last year. And he was moved in because of his struggles. The, the Bengals had the opportunity to bring in Orlando Brown Jr., and they did. Uh, and they moved Jonah Williams to right tackle. Um, he missed time last year. He had a dislocated kneecap or something like that, either way. But no, uh, he dislocated both kneecaps. On yes. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Oh, gosh. Um, I, did, but, I you didn't know, know you could dislocate a kneecap, Jason. I didn't know that either. I had no idea. I mean, I know that you have a kneecap. Yep. I don't know what it's made out of. I'm assuming bone, cartilage, bone, cartilage I don't know. rubber. I don't know. Either way. Um, but Jonah struggled last year, gave up a lot of sacks. Uh, he's going to start at right tackle. I'm hoping he kills it. Uh, but I, I, I'm, I'm just not sure. But would you agree he's a D? No. He's a C. No. Okay. All if right. you want to put him in D, we can. I'm not like di- well, dictating this. Jonah Williams is the – I'm going to – I am – People think I'm a defender of Jonah Williams, and I'm only a defender of Jonah Williams because I'm forced and backed into a corner to be a defender of Jonah Williams. Okay. I do not think he is a good tackle. He is not the awful tackle people think he is. People look at a first-round grade, and then they see what he does. They go, whoa, he's a bust. He's not a bust. He's the definition of dead average in this league. His sack totals are not reflective of his play. If you look at the games over and over and over again, the right side collapses – Joe Burrow flees into Jonah Williams, yeah. gets a sack, and then he goes, oh, my God, why did Jonah Williams allow that sack? I'm not saying he shouldn't play better and prevent that. He should. But he is not the nightmare scenario people act like he is. Okay. I, You know, I, I can buy that. I, I'll, I'll buy that. I agree, I'll agree with you. We'll put him at C. If there were minuses, I would say C minus. Fair. But that's just me. All right. All right, so that's uh, the offense. Um, is there – I mean, I don't have the graphic for him here, but there's no one. I, these are the starters. I, we're yes. not going to go through the, you know, the fourth and fifth wide receivers. We're not. We're just not going to do that because most nope. of the time, this group of players right here are going to be the ones on the yeah. field. Collins um, is potentially in Jonah Williams' spot. We'll see yeah. what his recovery is like and everything else. But he'd be in the same spot. He'd be a C. Um, I know the injuries stacked up on him last season, and maybe he right. ends up being better if he gets back to his old form. He's a B, bordering on an A. I don't expect that's going to happen. Yeah. So we'd be a C anyways. Okay. We're going to take a quick commercial break and we'll be right back. We'll break down the defense and special teams. Eastgate Smiles Dental Care is a warm and welcoming environment where expertise and customer service come together. As a local business, they love helping their fellow Cincinnatians manage their oral health and achieve a perfect smile. They pair the latest technology with years of experience to give you a smile worth showing off. They are dedicated to quality and convenience and can even perform dental crown procedures the same day in most cases. You like your smile, but they are here to help you love it. They personalize your care and match your needs. Call them today at 513-528-1150 to learn what they can do for your pearly whites. All right. All right. Welcome back. On to the defense. Not breaking down what we did before the break. I'm learning. All right. Uh <laughs> Trey Hendrickson, Trey Hendrickson. Uh, he is hey. our best pure edge rusher. Yep. 100%. Just the best pure edge rusher 
Um, I think he had 14 sacks in 2021. I'm not looking at it. I'm just trying to remember off the top of my head. I know he had a few, a couple in the playoffs as well. Uh, I don't remember. It wasn't as much this year, but he there were a ton of pressures. He still had a ton of pressure. He played really, really well again. Yep. Uh, I don't know how you felt, but when the Bengals signed him after they lost, um, see, so, you know, once once players leave the Bengals, uh, I, I purge them from my memory. I can't remember who was the defense fan that went to the Jets. Awesome. You know what I'm talking about? Do what? Lawson. Yeah, yeah, Carl Lawson. After the Bengals lost Carl Lawson, they brought in Trey Hendrickson. And I think that a lot of people had this thing with Trey Hendrickson as well. He's not a creator. He benefits yes. from guys like Cam Jordan, you know. And that could not have been farther from the truth because Trey Hendrickson has been amazing yes, in yes. the Bengals uniform. He's been great. One, one of yes. the better free agent signings that they've had. Where the only reason putting... he does not get the respect is because he doesn't have the help in the middle. And so right. it's always going to limit the amount of protection he has. Sure. That has nothing to do with his play. No, he's been great. So where yeah. are you putting Trey Hendrickson? He's an A. Okay. All right. I he's totally agree with that. Yeah, I agree. I really do. I, I believe it. I think he's the best edge rusher on the team. Yep. I don't – and that doesn't mean that I think he's the best defensive lineman on the team because he's not. No, but he's, the he's best, coming up next. Yeah, but he's the best edge rusher. And then that means the best defensive lineman on the team is – Yeah, you guys everybody knows. Yep, and he's an edge rusher. Absolutely. He's a, he is the linchpin that holds the entire defense yes. together. Uh, if and when we lose him, we will have to redefine what this defense is yep. and what it's trying to do. That's how important he is. This defense works differently when DJ Reader's in the game. When yep. he's not in the game, it's it's just it's just not the same. But when he's in there as the anchor of the middle of that defensive line, he's maybe the best nose tackle in the NFL. I absolutely think that's possible. Yes, I'm not going to say that he's the best. Defensive tackle because you got Aaron Donald, who might be the best defensive player in the history of the NFL. But DJ Reader might be the best nose tackle, run stopping nose tackle in the NFL. Yep. All you got to do is go back to 2021, watch the Bengals play against the Titans in the playoffs. Derrick Henry, nothing. I I mean, one of the best running backs in the NFL right now. If you, you a lot of people would say he is the best running back. I mean, he's a like a tractor that can run really fast. And DJ Reader shut him down from yep. beginning the game to the end of the game, one hundred percent. But yeah, he's an A. Uh, if and when he leaves, because this is, he's entering a contract year. If yep. and when he leaves, and I hope that they figure out a way to extend him another couple years. You're absolutely right. They will have to redefine this entire defense to figure out a way to get it to work without him. Yep, one hundred percent. All right, um, BJ Hill was traded to the Bengals in exchange for um, center Billy Price. And this is one of – it's like highway robbery, big time. B.J. Hill has been super productive. Yes, yes. Uh, you know, they extended him for a couple years. He's one, he, he and D.J. Reader together, they have just like his great personality. I love watching him. Um, I'm going to put B.J. Hill as a B. Yep. You agree? Okay. Absolutely, yes. yes. Okay. Yeah, he that, is an easy one. There's almost no discussion about it. You know what right. I mean? He's he's very good. He's a very yep. good player. He's not DJ Reader. He is very good. Yep. Uh BJ Hill, first of all, I love his his uh celebration, the rocking the baby thing, you know, this whole thing. Yes. Is one of my is, <laughs> is probably maybe my favorite celebration. I like it more than the gritty. I love any fat guy celebration. And and, D, and BJ Hill is a great 
great fat guy. Anyone you can do at home without looking absolutely ridiculous. Yes, I know. I know. I'm <laughs> never gonna. I, I'll do this on camera all day long. You would. I. If you ever catch me doing the gritty and you take me to the hospital because something's wrong, something happened to have me. You, I'm not doing honest. well. Have, have honest, I tried have it? You tried. Oh yeah. In the privacy absolutely. of your own home. Yeah. Yes. I've had yes. to do it. I've tried. I feel how bad. I never like. I don't know. I didn't do it in front of a mirror or anything. I could feel it. Yeah. I could feel yeah. how bad it looked. I wasn't watching myself. I wasn't recorded. I got like that, you know, like when you're embarrassed or something, yeah. or you think you're about to be embarrassed, you get hot. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying? That's how I felt. Like all of a sudden I was flush with fever because I was so embarrassed that I was by myself in my own house doing the gritty. Even though no one else saw it, I was yeah. mortified that I was trying it. Um, but yeah, uh, BJ Hill, uh, easy B here. Um, great. Great player. Love him. Uh, so then we go to the other opposite end of Trey Hendrickson, and that's Sam Hubbard. Um, I don't, this is really tough because yes. I absolutely love Sam Hubbard, but I yep. cannot put him as an A. I can't, can't either. He's a B. He's a B and, across the board. He's a B at every single thing he does. Yeah. And he does everything at that level. Which I know. is a Swiss army knife of a weapon that is so valuable because you can put him all over the place. You can have him do a bunch yeah. of different stuff. I love Sam Harbour. I love what he brings to the game, but at no we're, point is any of it a level. We are going to get shredded for this one. And I knew fact. we were. So Olsen, Jonah, and Sam and Hubbard are the three I think so yeah. far we might get some so you know, black for. With Sam Hubbard, he's not as good of an edge rusher as Trey Hendrickson, but he's yep. very good. Yep. He's not as good of a run stopper as DJ Reader, but he's very good. You can kick him to the inside. You can put him on the outside. I've watched him drop back in pass coverage. I've yeah, watched he's him pretty easy for, yeah. for his size. Yep. Like he's pretty good at it. Like, yep. I've watched him bat down passes. I've watched him pick passes off. We all watched him just run a ninety-nine yard fumble recovery back um, in in the playoffs against Baltimore. And I just he's he's from Cincinnati. He embodies everything that this Cincinnati Bengals wants to be. He does. If Joe Burrow wasn't on the team, I would be willing to say that Sam Hubbard would be the fran the face of the franchise, being the hometown kid. Would you Would you agree with that? I think it's possible. Yeah, yeah. But I can't put him in an A because, oh, man, yeah, <laughs> I I can't put him in an A because, like you said, he's a Swiss Army knife. You can do a lot of stuff with him, but you can't. Like I, I I'm trying he's to. Not He's not truly elite at anything. He really is. I know. I'm really trying hard here to justify this, and it's just it's. Uh, I'm struggling, but yeah, I I agree. He's uh he's a B. We put him on a pedestal enough that I think we've, yes. we've uh got the heat off of us a little bit. Yeah, I yeah. love Sam Hubbard. I think he the extension yeah. was absolutely great for the Bengals. Oh, he's yeah. the Bengals. I think yeah. he opens up a lot of different options. Yeah, I just don't think he's truly irreplaceable. And right. the irreplaceable, you that's what gets you an A. Right. Yeah. Uh on this team, okay. That's it. That's there we go. On this team heading into 2023, all the guys on that top row, the A yep. guys here. If one of these guys get hurt, it will affect the bottom line. Yes. It will. One of these guys get hurt, we'll feel it, but the team can win. One of these guys get hurt, they probably have someone who can step up. Maybe that's the yep. best way to describe this. All right. I think that's a very good way to describe it. All right. So we're going to Logan Wilson, linebackers now. Um, this one's tough. I think Logan Wilson, 
uh, is one of the best coverage linebackers in the NFL. I think he's good against the run as well. Um, he's entering a contract year as well. I, if I had to guess, I would say that he's probably done in Cincinnati after this year because we haven't heard anything about Joe Burrow's contract. I mean, we know that'll come, but I think the Bengals see T Higgins, excuse me. I think the Bengals see T Higgins as a priority over Logan Wilson. I, I hope that they see DJ reader as a priority as well. Uh, and linebacker, the, the position's kind of devalued like running back is, uh, but Logan Wilson's very good. He's, he's one of the best, I'd say he's a top 10 linebacker in the NFL. I, I think for sure. Um, we but, really uh, should have done S tier on this thing. Do what? S tier, the tier above A. Oh, I know. I know we yeah, should. I want to put Logan Wilson in the A tier, but I just don't think he's the same talent as the other five right. guys we have up there. But I do yeah. think he's very, I think very he's a, good. Yeah, I think he's a B. I'll put him in B. Yeah. Do you agree? Okay. All right. Um, but yeah, and that's tough. That's tough. And then you also, you know, they have Logan Wilson. They have Jermaine Pratt. They're both very good. They're both very, very good. Um, Jermaine Pratt between 2021 and 2022 was the most improved player on the team. Jermaine Pratt had a great season last year. He earned the contract that he, that he got. That's been, that's been year to year actually. Oh yeah. He's just improved his game every year. He's, I mean, like every year he's about 10% better, you know what I mean? But those 10%, they stack up, man. He's turned into a very good linebacker. Yep. What does Tyler board do? Levels. Yeah. Big levels. So, so yeah, so, so, I, I mean, I, I don't I don't think you can put Jermaine Pratt higher than Logan Wilson, but I don't think that no. he should be lower. I think he should be a B as well. Do you agree? Yeah, I agree. Okay. This is that B plus, B, B minus yeah. tier. Yes. Okay. All right, so we're done with the front seven. Sorry, front six, because they play nickel defense. All right, so we're moving on to the secondary now. The first one we have here is Cam Taylor Britt. Uh, he was forced in to start as a rookie opposite of – um opposite of uh, Eli Apple uh, for a lot of the season because Chidobe Awuzie was injured. And, you know, there were some things that he struggled with, but really he did very well. Very, very well. Uh, I think the thing that struck me the most about... Uh, do you Cam not have Cheeto on here? I do. He's next. Oh. Oh, there he is. Um, yes, sorry. Yeah. Uh, the thing that I think struck me about Cam Taylor Britt the most was his willingness to really lay the wood on people because a lot of cornerbacks don't really like or, or they're, I don't want to say they don't like to hit and maybe maybe that is true uh that they don't like to hit or maybe it's just that they're not um as good at it you know they're smaller guys some of these running backs you know Derrick Henry's 235 240 pounds something like that you know some of these tight ends that catch passes but Cam Taylor Britt like Mike Hilton is very good at throwing his body around I mean he yes, made yes. some great tackles on running backs very good running backs he made some great tackles uh, on the on the on the edge there, um, this one's really tough because we have it just a year to to yes. evaluate him. I don't think that he belongs. I would say if you if you were looking at the guys who started as rookies, which would be Cordell Volson and Cam Taylor Britt. Cam Taylor Britt was better at his position than Cordell Volson was at his. Yes, in your he opinion, improved is, more steadily throughout the season as well. Yes, I agree. And I mean, it's not like it's not like they are. Let's say they had brought Eli Apple back. You know, um, it's not like they are. There's not going to be competition for starting at his job. Came Taylor Britt's a starter. He, yes, yes. he is. I mean, he's just going to be starting. So I think that he's a B. Yeah, it's getting, uh, like I said, there's going to be a lot of Bs here, but I thought yeah. you were trying to go with it. Because he did no. have a rocky start. Yeah. Uh, Cam Taylor Britt is already becoming one of my favorite Bengals. I think he's going to be a nightmare next year. 
I think he looked exhausting to play against. I have never seen, I mean, it's not never, but you so rarely see a player give maximum effort on every single play. Yeah. Like, I don't know if I was lined up against Cam Taylor Britt about halfway through, I'd be like, calm down, man. Like, you don't have to yeah. go this hard on every play, my dude. Right. He does. I love him yep. for it. He's very good. Very good. All right. So, yeah, Chidobe Wuzier, uh, he w- had a season-ending knee injury, uh, missed the majority of 2021, and he was signed either before 20 – I'm sorry, he missed the majority of 2022. He is entering the last year of his contract. I think he signed a three-year deal starting in 2021. Uh, 2021, he was great. He's like a lockdown corner. And uh, it was, I think, a thing that really surprised a lot of people. I think a lot of people thought, like, oh, you know, he's okay. Um, he was very good. We don't really know what we're going to get. I, right. We don't know how healthy he's going to be. We watched the jackhammer drill, which is just ridiculous what he can do with his feet. It's insane. Um, I, he looks he looks healthy. He says that he feels 100%. He's going to be good to go for training camp, going to be good to go at least for the, you know, for the regular season. Um, and that the only thing stopping him is just he's following the protocols, you know, is these guys know, hey, you know, at this point, we're only going to be doing this. So he's just following what the team is telling him to do. Uh, but he looks healthy. I'm expecting him to start. Where do you rank him? I think this is tricky. I, I He's not an A. Uh, I don't know. I, I, would, I would assume that he's a B. What do you think? At, at his peak, do you think he was an A? During the 2021 season? I would argue if we did this before the 2022 season at this period, before 2022, I would say yes. That's how good he was in 2021. I agree. I don't but I don't – I don't – I think he will – I actually think he'll get back to at least very close to that, but mm-hmm. not until midseason. And yeah. that's going to bring that rating down. Uh, Coward, Coward's answer, it's a B. Okay. But honest to God, I think this is – if we go back and we look at this again, I really do believe it based on the way he looks, based on everything you're hearing about his recovery, based on just his whole general attitude, I think he's a, a player by the end of the season. Okay. I hope you're right. I mean, I hope. But I think he belongs be here right now. Um, and then Mike Hilton. Uh, Mike Hilton is the team slot corner uh, signed out of Pittsburgh. He was a nightmare to deal with at Pittsburgh. He's so good at blitzing off the edge. He's so good in run support. You know he's he's decent when it comes to coverage. He's he's good. You know he gets yeah. burnt sometimes. Of the three cornerbacks that will be starting, Chidobe Awuzie, Cam Taylor Britt, uh, Mike Hilton, he's the worst coverage of those three. Yes. Worst in coverage of those three, but he's the best at everything else. Run support, blitzing off the edge. He's very good at those. Uh, I mean, he I don't know. He's small. You know, he's fairly small. He brought down Derrick Henry more than once by himself. Yep. He knows how to use his body. Very, very good. That, that's uh, a, this is a man who deeply and instinctively understands leverage. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, he's very good. And and on top of that, he uh, seems like a great locker room guy. Yes, he you know? Um I could see a case being made for him to be a C or a B. I mean, what you, you kind of well. I think you're trying. I think we're trying to overthink this because we're looking at our Probably. list and we're yeah. going, man. It's we just have bees too many bees. Too yeah. many bees. Yeah. But you, you made the case. I mean, he's the best cornerback yeah. on the team for multiple roles, depending on you know what yeah. you want him to do in it. Um, he's a B. He's a B all the way. I mean, yep. Okay. All right. We'll do yep. that. We'll do that. 
I totally agree. I, I, I putting, agree with you. Yeah. I put next him up, Dax Hill. Put, yeah, De- next yeah. up, Dax Hill. Where are you putting Dax Hill? I have no idea. He's I, a C. I, yeah, he's a C. He did I, not play very well last year. Yeah, and and when he, but and that's the thing though is is he wasn't really in the game on defense very very much. No? Uh, if you're going to pick a breakout player for this year, I think by default you have to pick Dax Hill because he barely played last year, and this year he's going to get his chance to start at free safety. You know, we'll yep. see what he can do. Uh, we, we what we do know about him is he's a freak athlete. He played multiple different positions in the secondary at Michigan, and that Michigan defense was nothing to mess around with. It was one of the best defenses in the country. Uh, Dax Hill is a great athlete, which I already said that. I'm just repeating myself now. Um, I don't know what he's going to do. The, I think so much of the center game is is mental, or not yep. center. I'm sorry. So much of the safety game is mental. That's I think right. there's a lot of communication. I think that of all the spots, safety, strong safety, free safety, that group is going to be downgraded a lot from losing um, Bates and Bell. Um, But I I do think C, I could see if he does really well, and I don't think it's going to happen right away. I think there's going to be some major growing pains here. Um, But if he does really well, I could see by midseason him being a B. I could also see him being a D by midseason too. I could also see, and this is wild, but start of next season, I could see it being an A. He's got the athletic profile. He's, he's got, got the pedigree in the background to yeah. be that. I just didn't yep. see it, man. I agree. I agree. All right, so then that brings us to our next new safety, strong safety, Nick Scott, who I think that we're all agreeing has made this list before Jordan Battle. Uh, Nick Scott was signed as a free agent out of the Rams. Um, he has one full year of starting experience at, at strong safety. He's, he's, he was okay. You know, yep. he's a great athlete. It's an upgrade over Von Bell when it comes to the athleticism department, uh, downgrade obviously from experience. Yeah. Um, in almost every other category, it's a downgrade. Yeah. So w- w- where do you put him? I, is it a C I, or is it a D? It's a, it's a C for me. Okay. Okay. And then that's and right. right here. We're, we're showing you could make an argument, not last season, but the season before Jesse Bates would have been an A. Uh, he's a B plus uh, last season. Yeah. Ron Bell is oh, yeah. a B. We went from a borderline A and a B to so two, two C's. C's. This yeah. is where the Bengals fell off as far right. as the seasons. Right. And I hope I hope that what they did was enough. I do. You know, I and this kind of brings me back to Andrew Whitworth. And I know just kind of bear with me here. Uh, Andrew Whitworth was getting older. His contract was coming up. Um, I understand why the Bengals selected Cedric Oboehi. I'm not saying it was the right move. I understand why they did it. They thought, hey, we're not going to have, we don't want to pay a 30 whatever year old left tackle. We don't know how many years he's got left. Let's bring up this rookie and see what we have. And it turned up blowing up in their face because Cedric Oboehi was terrible. He was yeah, very good. And Andrew Ruth stayed amazing. Yeah, he was great. He played. I don't, I don't know, four or five more years for the Rams, won a Super Bowl. He's going to be a Hall of Famer. Yep. Um, but uh, that's kind of how I see this. I hope that this is different. They're going to let Bell go, and they're going to bring in Nick Scott. You know what I mean? I hope that this doesn't blow up in their face the way the he replacing Woodworth did. You know what I mean? I don't think it will, but only because the logic's different. They didn't replace uh, – they didn't let uh, Bates go – they let Bates go so they could try to sign T. Higgins. No, I agree. I know. You know, know what I mean? Yeah. Like they they it, yeah. they made the downgrade on purpose. Yeah. Oh no, like, they did. Yeah. They pinched pennies where they knew they could to 
save money for something bigger. And if you said, hey, what was more important, T. Higgins? Is T. Higgins more important than um, than uh, Von Bell? Yes. Is he more important than Jesse Bates? Yes, he yes. is. Um, and I'm hoping that maybe we see that, you know, they've planted that seed. Maybe hopefully we can harvest it and keep T. Higgins with Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow and DJ Reader, the whole gang. If we can keep this all together, all these guys the together, thing. every one of them, for, we will win a Super Bowl. It's, I mean, that's not realistic. It, it won't happen. Some of these well, guys well, will be gone we kept them together for this season, and we're going to win a Super well, Bowl. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, they, right. But I'm just saying for multiple seasons, there's going to be multiple guys on this picture right here that are no longer here after this season, which is, yes. you know, whatever. All right. On to special teams. On to special teams. Let's start with a rookie, Brad Robbins. It's, you know, I, a lot of people don't think punter is important. Punter is extremely important. Super, super duper important. Uh, it's the one position when the offense can't get it done, you can flip, you know, you can flip the whole script. You can, you know, chain, you know, flip field, uh, sorry, field position, everything. It's a big, big deal. A good punter is a big deal. Uh, Kevin Huber was let go. I, at some point last season, midway through the season, whatever, and he was replaced by Drew Chrisman. And for a little while, Drew Chrisman did better, and then he started to tail off. And, I mean, his punt, his last punt of the AFC Championship game was so bad, it yep. set up the Chiefs for a game-winning field goal. But we're on Brad Robbins. I, the only reason we're talking about Drew Chrisman is because we don't know anything outside of what we know from college, which yeah. is Brad uh-huh. Robbins is a hang-time expert, you yep. know, which is what we need. Um. I don't even know where to put him, to be honest with you. I, I don't know if you want to put him at C or D until he proves himself or, or what, but he's just – I don't know. What do you think? Um, Maybe we should start with Drew Chrisman first and then go from on Robert. All right, from there. I, I had to mute it because I had to sneeze. Oh, uh, I think he's a B, if I'm being honest. Brad Robbins? Yeah, but I am not. don't want to put him as that because I think he needs to prove it. I think he's going to end up being yeah. a very, very good punter. Uh, okay. I think he starts with a C. Okay. Okay. I'm fine with that. I'm fine with putting him at C. I would not have been okay with putting him at B. No, I think start. he gets there. Yeah. Oh, I, I, can I that, feel yeah. like punter, it, it's not a hard transition. Do you know what I mean? Like, Moore's right. on the line, et cetera, et cetera. I get it. Sure. But you're, you're putting against the same wind. You know what I mean? You're putting against right. – you're not playing against, like, a higher caliber thing. It's a much more – solo activity if that makes sense right no I, I agree with you i do i agree with you um i think that makes drew chrisman a, a d I, i'm drew chrisman to be an f for all i care <laughs> um there's you know drew there's chrisman some absolutely horrible about halfway through the season i thought he was yeah. absolutely crap yeah that that uh that last punt was was so if you didn't watch the afc championship game it was basically a line drive punt no hang time whatsoever uh he outkicked the coverage and what percentage of people do you think are watching us right now off season? The that didn't 30 watch second, the AFC championship game. Yeah. The 32nd, like <sighs> rated Bengals podcast out of like 39. Yeah. Probably zero did not, but did not watch the AFC probably zero, <laughs> probably zero. Everyone that's watching this watch. AFC. That's a good point. Okay. If, if you're here, it's because you listen to like seven. Podcasts yeah. All about that's true. Bengals. That's true. <laughs> All right, uh, so then that brings us to uh, Evan McPherson, and I. he's a B. He's a B. He was yeah. an A. He was an A last season. Not last season, the season before, I mean. In 2021, yeah. Yep. 
he he missed a few, including some uh, some um, a couple extra points. But you know what? I, I mean, it happens. Uh, you yeah, know, I think he, he's I a, think he makes a, it back to A for this. Okay. And then we have this extra thing of Jamar Chase, and there's really yeah, no, I don't know. Said you couldn't oh gosh! It. Oh no! No! Why is it? Uh, he, for the audio oh, listeners, he's accidentally dropped our second Jamar Chase that he can't get rid of. Yeah, F, as an F. So screaming. I just put him up at A. He's just so that looks like... It's just audio poison, just screaming into the mic. Yeah, I'm sorry. People with uh, headphones yeah. in. That's bad. They're all it's so bad. upset right now. Right. All right. So what we have, just to recap for the audio listeners, is the A players are Burrow, Higgins, Chase, Hendrickson, Reader. The B players are Boyd, Orlando Brown Jr., Ted Karras, Alex Capo, BJ Hill, uh, Sam Hubbard, Logan Wilson, Jermaine Pratt, Cam Taylor Britt, Chidobe Awuzie, Mike Hilton, Evan McPherson. C players Joe Mixon, Irv Smith Jr., Cordell Volson, Jonah Williams, Dax Hill, Nick Scott, Brad Robbins, and then the lone D player, Drew Christman, with no Fs, which I don't think should be a surprise for anybody. It shouldn't be Not a surprise for at a Super Bowl caliber team, no. No, no. If you look at all the other uh if you look at all the other Super Bowl caliber teams. They're probably built very similarly. You know, a handful of A players, mostly B players, a couple C, you know, a few C players, and one or two D players. You know, a lot Eagles of these are... tiers have S tiers, which is the one above A. Yeah, that's we where Joe Burrow belongs. S tiers: Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, and DJ Reader, right? Yep. Oh yeah. If we were to have yeah. that, those would be the three you bump. Yeah. Okay. If you had to separate a few players from the rest of everyone else, that those, those would be the three. Is the S tier would be Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, DJ Reader for sure. Yep. Uh, those are the three absolutely irreplaceable. Yeah, they are irreplaceable. I don't want to say, I mean, Joe Burrow is the most important player on the team because the position that you play factors into that. You know what of I mean? Um, but I, you can't say DJ Readers is, is as important as Joe Burrow. Without Joe Burrow, they, they go whatever, you know, four and, you know, maybe six wins, eight wins, something like that. Um, all right. But yeah, so. That's where we're at. I mean, I think most people would agree in general with a lot of those. You know, might be a couple A's that move down, B's that move up, C's that move up, whatever. Um, But I think that the general, like, curve of a few A's, lots of B's, few C's and one D, I think that's how everyone's would look for the bank. I I agree. I think so. A lot of people would have Jonah Williams as an F. Probably. Yeah. They're, They're incorrect. (laughs) <laughs> but again, I hate that I've been put into a position of having to defend Jonah Williams, who I don't think is very good. Yeah. It's just not and awful, man. <laughs> if you got a problem, if you got a problem, Kevin will be down at Fountain Square ready to fight. Yeah. Right? That's unrelated to this podcast. I just get oh, blackout drunk yeah. on Monday nights and I go to Fountain Square to try to fight people. I have <laughs> deep anger issues. Yeah. Yeah. You absolutely do. Absolutely. Huge anger problems. All right. Um, there's really just nothing to talk about. And I'm really hoping at this point next week we'll have some contract news, but I'm not holding my breath. Next week I want to do uh, all the rookies that we think are going to end up getting starting or at least semi-starting roles. I want to do our projections for where they'll be, same deal, tier system. Sure, absolutely. Same, for where we think sure. they're going to be at the end of the season, and I want to see if we can put our money where our mouth is on it. Okay. All right, you know and I mean? we'll save that one. Yeah, I think that, that the tier thing, I, I love it. We'll do another one. And we will, uh, we will bring, uh, we'll kind of revisit that halfway through the season, maybe after the season, you know, sure. um, that's going to pretty much do it for us today. Yep. Now, 
something new that you're going to notice is there's going to be boxes either here, here, or here, or maybe there somewhere. Click on one of those boxes. It's going to take you to our YouTube channel. It's going to take you to our playlist. Uh, like I said, on, on Orange and Black Insider, there's a ton, ton of great content. It's not, not just us. There's the Orange and Black Insider, the live show that Anthony Casenza does with John Sheeran. There's Coach Matt Minish does Chalk Talk. There's a lot of great stuff. I don't even, I, I'm not even going to be able to list it all. There's a, there's a great channel, great, great channel. Uh, there's been a lot of guests, great guests, Orlando Brown Jr., um, a lot of guys. I don't know why I stopped after him, but there's been a lot of guys. Uh, and again, we are brought to you by CincyJungle.com, SB Nation, Cincinnati Bengals site. Go check that out. A lot of great articles on there. Uh, and uh, we are sponsored by Eastgate Smiles Dental Care. Give them a call to see what they can do for your pearly whites. Kevin, do you have anything else to add? That's it. That is it. Who day? Oh, uh, get into the Reds. Just start. Try. Try. For I've, me. I've tried. I don't like baseball. I'm happy yeah. for you, though. I'm not oh. like a hater. Like I know, I a lot know of people. I know. I, a lot of people I'm friends with and respect. They're all very excited, yeah. and I'm honestly very jealous. Like, if the Reds keep playing like this, then you get to go from Bengals to Reds, Bengals to Reds, and like I know. you get to just ride this roller coaster. It sounds like a lot of fun. I Making, just truly do not like baseball, man. I get. Hey, I, I get it's it. Really boring. It is boring. It is boring. It's if they hadn't won 12 games in a row, if they weren't in first place, I'd be sitting here right with you. But that's not the yeah. case. I'm a bandwagon fan. And I'm proud of it, 100%. Maybe get into <laughs> FC Cincinnati. Maybe you can do that. They're in first place. Uh, if I'm doing anything, I'm doing hockey. Okay, there you go. Well, I think the preseason for the Cyclones starts. You know they finished their central conference of the ECHL. They were in first place of that last year. I know. A lot of first place teams in Cincinnati. So. City of winners. So they've That's always right. said. City of winners. There's, yep, never, there's never been a different narrative. That's the only it's narrative. It's not the que Queen City. That's not true. It's winning city. Winner city. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, thank you for watching. Again, hit wherever they are, somewhere around here. Click on those, and uh, we'll be back next. And we'll be back next week. You're going to be on vacation, right? You're going to be doing it, doing joining us remote, correct? Yes, I'm very, I'm very dedicated. I'm a very yeah. serious uh, podcaster. Yeah. Yes. Um, and I'm going to be doing this from the beach while you're all people are stuck in the heat working. You know. Yeah. So I'll have this behind me, which is are not you, nearly as good as Gulf Shores. Sorry. Are you actually going to be with the ocean behind you? I want you to try to do that. That would be cool. I can try to set it up. All right, cool. All right. Uh, have a good week. Thanks for watching and listening, and we'll catch you next week. Who day? Who day?